children. Oh, is it children or a dog? I don't know. They all sound the same. Yeah, it's all the same. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody gives a shit. All right, you guys ready? Yes. All right, welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to trade... Mm? We're here to try to make... I have to say this every week, and I always mess it up. We're here to... Mm-hmm. Just I thought you were going to say, we're here, trademarked. <laughs> TM. We, we didn't trademark the whole thing. Tried just tried we're it. here. We tried, trademarked up to we're here. And then the it was re- too expensive for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, the rest of this, you guys can have at it. That's fine. We're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. I'm Morgan. Oh, I'm Josh. Hey, Josh is back, everybody. Uh, yeah. It's Josh. Haven't had him on in a long time, and that's weird because he was on like all of the first five episodes. Yeah, he's definitely a fan favorite. Uh, I all of do those not think that's true. Facebook groups. <laughs> I uh, feel like I'm the least compelling guest you guys have had. No, that's not true. Well, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I'm under Sydney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sydney. He was a huge hit. That's like a minor slight at Sydney where I'm like, he's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm worse than him. Ouch, fighting words. What's the cat going to do? Apparently just sit there. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be too concerned. (laughs) Napping. He knows his legacy lives on. (laughs) No, he's going to spring when we least expect it. Uh, Maybe. That's his M.O. All right, so today we thought we would do another installment in our Friends Before Friends series. We've already done Courtney Cox in The Trouble with Larry and Matthew Perry in Second Chance. The Trouble with Perry. (laughs) But we're not doing Matthew Perry because we already did him. Mm-hmm. But I guess that is a combination of the other two shows. <laughs> yep. That's what I was going for. So um, pretty much all of the friends have had... Uh, <laughs> like, I need to explain a joke. <laughs> got to explain. Sorry. Because <laughs> I, well, I, I was do. too slow. I was like, <laughs> I didn't get the joke. And then I was like, oh, hey, you know what? There is a joke there. Who are we going to do, Michael? We're going to do somebody whose catchphrase is, how are you doing? <laughs> Hi. How how are you doing? So, so Carl from that one episode. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> um, we're gonna be doing uh, Matt LeBlanc's TV show. Um, so he actually had two two versions of essentially the same TV show. Um, it's a common theme on this program. Yeah, this is yeah. Second Chance was kind of similar, uh, but this is two Baywatch separate Nights. stories. It's two separate. Uh, I guess the other one was two separate TV shows too, because it had a different title. Mm-hmm. So first, he was on a spinoff called Top of the Heap, which is a spinoff of Married with Children. Apparently, Matt LeBlanc was a recurring character on Married with Children. I wasn't a frequent watcher, so I didn't know that. I've seen every episode, and I had no idea. Yeah, he's one of the. I also watched them when I was five. Yeah, so you might not have even <laughs> known parenting. that he was on the show. He was also on a show called TV 101. I have no idea what that is. That's like an alternate title to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Except we're not doing like the essentials of TV. We're doing, this oh, would yeah. be like 501, like when you get into the deep cuts. Jeans, <laughs> the on show. Just the 10 of us. And I then, know that one. Oh, actually, I guess. Oh, no. Yeah, he had he was on Married Children three episodes. But apparently those three episodes like must have been killer because <laughs> they wanted they wanted a whole they wanted a whole heap of that hey, character. Early 90s. Matt Le- Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that man knew how to wear some jeans, though. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, sure. Some some 90s jeans. <laughs> so first, the first spinoff was called Top of the Heap, where he plays Vinny Verducci. Um, and then apparently they didn't like the direction the show was going or it was getting bad ratings. So they changed it to be called Just Vinny and Bobby. 
still the same characters, but apparently they must have like uh, stripped away whatever whatever things they didn't like about it. Are they strippers? Maybe. I really don't know anything about. Uh, it's called Top of the Heap, so I'm thinking maybe they're garbage men. That's really racist. <laughs> Against Italians? Yep. Okay. I forgot about the stereotype of all Italians being <laughs> garbage men. Mm-hmm. A lot of wounds. So I think either of these I was able to find on YouTube. Do you guys have a preference? Do you want the, the raw first installment or do you want the retooled? Which one are we going to get in HD? Zero. These are not available in HD. <laughs> Does Ed O'Neill show up in a cameo it, at all? It's possible, but since I can't find the pilot of Top of the Heap, it's probably not going to be that one, because he would probably be in the pilot. I also feel like he was probably Kelly's boyfriend on Married with Children. Mm. Yeah, probably. I can't so, imagine any other scenario in which he would be a side character. I'm not sure. It's the same character. It's Vinny Verducci. And, they were and not very Mary, diverse no. on that show. Uh, whatever it was, I'm sure it was probably borderline racist. <laughs> <laughs> insensitive. It's yeah. not as bad as racist. Okay. Just insensitive. A lot of salami jokes, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely sure there was some sexism because that's kind of the, the whole show. What? Yeah. Although... Again. I know you love Peg Bundy. Peg Bundy is a feminist icon and I will fight anyone. And all she wanted was to have sex constantly. Mm-hmm. Yep. What was his problem? It is a weird show in that like why was Ed O'Neill so <laughs> averse to having sex with her? I mean Katie Seagal's good looking. <laughs> Hell yeah. But and I mean she's ridiculous on that show because she dresses like a crazy person, but you know. She's wearing tight pants. Mm-hmm. Her cleavage prominently featured. Mm-hmm. But you know what? <laughs> In the early 90s, we were okay with our, our lead uh, female characters openly talking about their vibrators and dildos, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what anyway, are we doing? I don't, uh, <laughs> can we just talk about Married with Children? <laughs> we'll just talk about Married I don't, I, I was not a Married with Children watcher. I was not allowed to watch Married with Children because it was. Crass. Because it was crass, yeah. Boo. Had, and, and, I mean, maybe that's just where I'm getting it because I think my mom always just said it was sexist and, and gross, so. Your mom was right. I'm sure it is. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're recording this on Mother's Day. But it will be in the past when you're listening to this. Maybe. Uh, Unless I listen to it a year from listen, now. Somebody's listening into it live. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you would do that, but maybe. So let's just do, I have Top of the Heap up here. We'll just do that one. Uh, I'll tell you anything that I can find out about Top of the Heap from IMDb. If you guys want to tell me what your predictions on the show will be. Morgan. Oh, is this when we're talking? <laughs> <laughs> Top of the heap. I don't know. Well, uh, I'm trying to think of how they could be cheeky with it beyond your initial suggestion of garbage men. Uh, let's go with garbage men. It's going to be men at work. <laughs> this is for sure for 100%. I mean, it can never live up to the, the bar that men at work set. I mean, come on. <laughs> Charlie Sheen shoots a guy in the butt with a pellet gun and he thinks that it kills him. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's real. We, I was just rewatching it. I, sh- I was going to say we, but Morgan was not paying <laughs> no. any attention. <laughs> not at all. I was just rewatching it and it's not very good. <laughs> but it has Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen and they have great chemistry because... They work together frequently. <laughs> Sidebar: Does anyone follow Rhea Butcher on Twitter? Uh, yeah. I do, but I have I haven't been paying attention. This is like from two weeks ago. She tweeted out like Saturday morning, April whatever, uh, at eight twenty seven p.m. My wife realized that or found out that Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen are brothers. What? <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. Um, so this uh, show has a five point three on IMDb out of five. Jesus, yeah, it's really <laughs> She's good. So good. 
Uh, nope, out of 10. So not so good. Only 125 ratings. So this is not a particularly popular... Popular? Popular. This is not... A, <laughs> the a, Prince on the Popular. <laughs> this is not a particularly popular television show. So just like Second Chance, we will probably have very few listens. Because nobody's going to search for this show. Wait a minute. People listen to this? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. I feel like from now on you should pick shows that people might be interested well, in. Well, we just did Lost, and that one <laughs> was true. a huge six. Uh, no, it was just okay. Moderate success. I did tell Tiff, we're watching Lost. I want to rewatch it. You're watching it with me. She was not having it. I don't think it's going to happen. Make her listen cool to the see. episode. I'm trying. I mean, I don't know how much it's going to sell her on it since Morgan's reaction was, <laughs> I guess I would watch another episode, maybe, just because the very last two seconds of the thing made me want to watch it another one and it's on halo but you uh, haven't yet i told her well, let's just watch the first season if she doesn't want to continue it she doesn't yeah. have to but i feel like that's a trick because i think everybody would want to continue it I after know, the it first be, season it would be so hard to stop i would think if Even, only just to be like what's well, in the hatch spoilers yeah. morgan there's a hatch <laughs> Oh, no, now she knows. <laughs> yeah, so it came out in 1991, April 7th, 1991. Uh, <gasps> ran for seven episodes before they decided to retool it. Came back in 92 with Vinny and Who's Bobby. Bobby? Okay, so Bobby is his dad. I don't want to tell you too much about the show. Maybe they're neighbors. <laughs> their dad and, and a son? Dad? No, to the, the Bundy family. Oh, maybe. Uh, they're the Marcy Darcy's? Yeah. Yeah, we already know who their neighbors are. I guess they, <laughs> no, have, no, they no, could no, have like, two neighbors. Yeah, well, true. I was going to say, they're, maybe they're not a corner lot. Yeah. Um, His dad is who, though? Uh, his dad is played by a actor named Joseph Bologna. <gasps> either Bologna or Bologna. <laughs> I'm not sure how you feel like. Bologna. <laughs> I feel like this is another culturally insensitive yeah. thing. And they're like, we don't know what his last name is. Let's just say Bologna. That's Italian enough. The Italian-American Alliance. You can write us at... He's most well-known for Adam Sandler's Big Daddy. Also, he's in Alligator 2, The Mutation. Stay tuned. I've seen Alligator 1, but I have not seen Alligator 2. Alligator 3 is just called Crocodile. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, maybe they're a father-son trash deliver. Nope. <laughs> trash delivery. They deliver. Trash, <laughs> trash delivery. I've noticed your trash can is empty. More trash for <laughs> would, would, would you like me to fix that for can you? Can I interest you in some old spaghetti? Oh, maybe we'll get another. That's scene. also racist. <laughs> I was thinking of Lady in the Tramp. They throw out the spaghetti, and then there's a very romantic scene that happens between two dogs. Mm-hmm. Love that scene with two dogs. Mm-hmm. Romantic as hell. Yeah, two dogs, so one long. meatball. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Um, I, do you think we're going to get another scene of somebody talking to somebody while they're taking out the trash? And that's, of course, very rude. That's what we learned from Josh in the <laughs> Ghost Whisperer episode. A, yeah, how many uh, Josh life lessons are we going to get tonight? Oh, I can only imagine. What was the last well, episode we did with Josh? Was uh, it Inhumans? Inhumanoids? Inhumanoids. Oh, that was a great episode. If you haven't listened to that one, go back. <laughs> that might be my favorite episode. I think Inhumanoids might be my favorite show that we've watched. It's pretty bananas. And Cop Rock. I do think about Cop it Rock's the every best. single day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm bored. I should finish watching all of him. Listeners, Inhumanoids. if you know where we can find the entirety of the Inhumanoids, let me know. Because all the ones that I've found are horrible quality and unwatchable. Um, and That's probably love. just how the show is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like incomprehensible and like... None of it no- makes any sense. sense. Can you find a better quality of that? Uh... I think that's or, I think that's good. Oh no, what what do you have more to say? What if? Yes. They're 
So Matt LeBlanc, hear me out. He builds a spaceship. Okay. To get to the top of the heap. Mm-hmm. It's a very big heap. And he he goes out into the universe. Mm-hmm. And he gets lost out there. Mm-hmm. I see where this is going. <laughs> Does he have a crazy metal mask that just appears on his face in the trailer? Because that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that movie. Does he have Gary Oldman in there for no apparent reason? Because why is Gary Oldman in a movie that's, a, that's terrible, but he's amazing? He's in Lost in Space. Uh, I, I should <laughs> let you know that. Not the Netflix version. Because there are now more than two Lost in Spaces. That's true. I guess we need to Or is it Lost Lost in Space? Lost yeah. in Spaces. No. <laughs> it's double plural. It's, it's three, though. It's only one space that they're lost in. Yeah, but this is the third iteration. Uh, also, Lacey, Lacey Chabert, I know you're a big fan of ours. Uh, we apologize. Even though you. Morgan's never seen Party of Five. Or Family Guy. The first, <laughs> the first season of Family Guy. She was in one season of Family Guy. She did not like that show. I don't blame her. Um, what we do next? Next, we watch a show. So let's do it. Let's watch Top of the Heap and see what see if this is a heaping pile of dog yep, turd. You got it. <laughs> Uh, nope. Or, perfect. Nope. We're not going back. Yep, or that's gonna be uh, that's the transition. We're stuck with it. All right, cut it. <laughs> Meet Charlie and Vinny Verducci. If you were a woman, what would you find most attractive about me? Your son. They may not have much. We need a miracle. Oh well, good. Maybe Moses will show up, part the urinals, and we'll walk the freedom. But what they've got. Hi is each other. I have to die. I want to come back as her baby. From the creators of Married with Children. Hey, Kelly, what's shaking? I mean, other than his eye. Comes Top of the Heat. Boom! Right after Married with Children, tonight on Fox. And we're back. I'll be there for you. When you're man, a less well-produced television show. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so we finished watching what I think is the pilot of... Was that the pilot? Top of the heap. Okay, so what I learned is that it it's like Gilmore Girls, where they did a backhand pilot as part of mm. Married with Children. So probably that aired as an episode of Married with Children. So probably that was the actual pilot, and this is Hold the on. first standalone. Back up to Gilmore Girls. What Do you was... not know? No. Jess is supposed to have a spinoff. He has a whole episode. Yeah, the episode where he goes and visits his dad yeah. and his new family. That was supposed to be a spinoff for a new series. Oh, but... like when they did the whole Shroot Farms episode of The Office. Right. Okay. Yeah, they were trying to make a, a spinoff of Gilmore Girls Get with Jess. It. But that n- never happened because... Mm, not really I'm the only one who likes Jess. <laughs> a lot of people like Jess. Uh, all the girls love Jess. Yeah. I, I mean, people <laughs> who care. I was Team Dean all yeah. along. I'm all. I've been Team Dean from the beginning. But no, thank you. Uh, well, I'm not sure. So <laughs> that's not this show. <laughs> <laughs> this show has. Uh, are uh, we not doing? Who did Morgan have a crush on when she was 14? Uh, was it Matt LeBlanc? Because he's in this show, <laughs> and he's sexy uh, as was hell. Never from me. Okay, so we watched Top of the Heap, and like I said, it was a spinoff of Married with Children. Uh, pretty apparent. It's very much in the same vein of Married with Children, this sense of humor and Oh, style. they just kept the audience. Yeah, and the from, audience uh, <laughs> just rolled over. They're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we got that. Like, if you guys stay for the next show. Yeah, for we'll sure. give you free women shoes. The- That's a Married with Children thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Hey ladies. They were pretty they were pretty impressed New. with the comedy on this show. They were pretty a raucous oh, group. Lord. And boy did they love their ooing. They were at least three <laughs> ooh ooh breakdowns. Well, Michael, could ooh. you blame them when we open up on Matt LeBlanc wearing 
jeans that are up to his navel and a shirt that is barely covering his chest. He's got bare midriff. Does he? No, I mean, you can't see his uh, belly button. Yeah, you can. Can you? Yes, you can. Uh, Morgan was looking hard at yeah, me. We're all getting a uh, look into Morgan's psyche. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no you just said that, that you weren't interested in Matt LeBlanc. And <laughs> how I picture uh, him Morgan, at all times. He was fully clothed. He had like a balaclava <laughs> and like a parka going. <laughs> no, I like, saw his navel. Well, let me tell I you. I can tell you updates it. on his bulge in every scene. So. Uh, I can give you updates on his dad's bulge, but that's going to be later on. Okay. So we start off with the opening credits. We have no cold open. Um, it's a, a variation on putting on the Ritz, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a cheesy. Oh, yeah, it was. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if there cat. were words about that. Were... It says something about putting on the heap, I think is what it is. something. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, I mean, I was wrong, kind of but... ignoring the lyrics in it. But yeah, I guess maybe there's a parody of putting on the Ritz with putting it on top of the heap. <laughs> yeah. And we're getting a whole montage of setting up these characters as kind of as shysters. Right. It's just like, but it's like a whole story, right? It's not like, uh, yeah. it's not like flashbacks or like random scenes no, from no, things. No, no, it's no. like, Hey, they're, there's, there's like a, a premiere going on. Yeah. It's like a night in the life of these yeah. two schmucks. And they try to trick everybody by putting on tuxedos and sneaking into limousines. And then they try to get into the, yeah, but fancy it shows party. them as being like, they own a moving company, but they don't know that's yeah, not, not, not their episode. jobs at all <laughs> well he, they do like own an apartment building or the landlord's an yeah, apartment so, building yeah, so the, maybe the dad's maybe the they help superintendent move in to the apartment building as part of their job that's, yeah that's not a thing there's a lot of cheesy like mugging not necessarily to the camera but to each other like doing like the elbows out and like milk and the laughs i mean let's let's put it out there this is broad comedy <laughs> This oh, is, they do have a catchphrase for when they get simultaneous erections. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it because I have a question. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the end of the credits, they try to sneak into the big fancy party, but they do not succeed, which I thought was a funny thing. There's a very important element in the credits that we need to bring up. The cat. That motherfucking <laughs> huge fluffy white cat. Big old cat. white cat. Ugh, love it. Undoubtedly love dead it. by now. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Absolutely, unless that's the oldest cat in the world. Let's pour one out for our homie. Um, so we open up. You know what is hilarious, guys? Underage sex. Statutory rape is the oh, funniest man. thing. She left early enough in the episode that I forgot that that was <laughs> oh, but they bring a it back. central plot line. Uh, like, is this going to be the only joke? for? I really kids? wish they would have been like, Matt LeBlanc just turned 18. Like, that would have no. helped a little yeah. bit for me. It feels like he's got to be in his 20s. His 20s. Yeah. <laughs> and the um, 16-year-old, I'm assuming she lives in the building and yeah. just has a crush on him? Okay, yeah. so this the 16-year-old is played by Joey Lauren Adams, and this is her first thing ever. And she plays the 16-year-old neighbor who is so horny for Joey. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And the audience loves it. Yeah. They cannot wait to see this little girl get naked. Yeah. I, it's very uncomfortable. She keeps coming on to him. We have like a full like like three minute long bit before she reveals. Then she's like, come on. And then he's like, you, but you're only 16. After she's been saying all kinds of dirty stuff to and him. And the audience is wooing when they should be retracting into she's their like, shell, packing up their shit and getting the hell out of that studio.
Um, These are the kind of laughs that we're going after. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we learned that the building that uh, I want to call him Joey. <laughs> his name is Vinny. His name is Vinny. Uh, it could have just been his origin story. I know. He could have just been Joey. Been. He is exactly Joey, especially like in the first the, season of Friends. His outfit with he, the leather yeah. jacket looks exactly <laughs> like the first season. He just season. kept that. Yeah, for Friends. It's oh, crazy. And his character is just Joey. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so the the heat is off in the building, and is that right? Is yep, that what we're saying? The, the boiler uh, isn't working, and as the superintendent, uh, what's his dad's name? Vinny and... Bobby. Bobby. Uh, so Bobby is trying to avoid fixing it because he's a horrible landlord. I don't even know if there's a reason why he doesn't want to do it other than that he doesn't <laughs> well, want to. Well, he did to. say he used the money to put towards his son for something. Oh, oh I did um, not catch that. But I do like that. It was a fun sitcom thing, but because his dad wants to avoid all the tenants, he just goes in and out of the fire escape right. <laughs> to enter and exit his building the entire time. Just always. That's how he <laughs> how he exits. Um, so the dad comes back and is like, uh, opens up the window and tells them, instructs both. Uh, I don't, Mona, is that her name? Her name is Mona, yeah. Mona and Vinny to take off their jackets because he's got to confront the tenants. Um, and Joey like, Adams is like, oh, yeah, that means get, get naked. He has to tell her to stop at the jacket because he, <laughs> he, there must be some experience there where he knows she's just going to uh, get naked. If, if I tell her to take off her jacket, <laughs> she's just going to strip down naked. Hilarious. Um, and Bobby's got like a Hawaiian shirt on and lets the tenants or he opens up the door to the tenants. And I first because the quality is like 60p. Um, oh, the view, we watched on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. Uh, I thought that Lupe was Roseanne Barr because she sounds exactly <laughs> like her. Okay, I didn't. Um, I didn't make that mistake, but anyway, the but the there are a lot are, of people on this show. Weirdly, yeah. Well, we're gonna get into the people slumming it up, and yeah. I'm very <laughs> disappointed um, and happy. They make some prison gay jokes in uh, there. They Gotta do. get those in. Yeah, because Dad, of course, is doing the right thing and saying, "Hey, let's not have this horny sixteen-year-old around." you because because otherwise has... you're gonna end up in jail and you know what that means and they both shudder. rape <laughs> yeah, they all shudder every time they think about having sex with a man they <laughs> shudder <laughs> oh we're progressive um, there's some spaghetti sauce jokes in there yeah so whoever did that i mean if you're playing at home with the bingo card you can <laughs> yeah if you had spaghetti on there um we learned that the dad hasn't had sex in a very long time and least... which was a relief to me because i was wondering how he knew joey lauren adams 16 year old character would just <laughs> get naked so i was very happy to know that he has not had sex in a long time oh oh yeah the problems abound uh but he does say that he's so horny that he had a dream the other night involving <laughs> mr fluffy the big white cat wearing a black lace nighty which was good it just provides a great visual funny. for us at home <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest and I, I think like half of these jokes are are pretty good. I was laughing genuinely at, at a lot of the humor. There's a lot of groaners. Oh Jesus. Um and almost everything is is wordplay or Joey being an idiot. Joey. It's Joey. <laughs> um but most of that stuff I thought was pretty good. Most of the Joey stuff, like they just transferred that over <laughs> to friends. Yeah. For sure. Not Joey Adams. <laughs> Not Joey Lauren Adams. Most of her stuff is well, it's just awkward because she's just hitting constantly hitting on matt leblanc um so we learn that uh matt, Le matt leblanc is trying to become a parking attendant at a fancy so you're gonna have to remind me yeah married with children takes place in in illinois i don't know near chicago right i think it's yeah chicago i think it's supposed to be in that area because at first i was like this is new york 
because oh jesus is matt leblanc laying on the italian american hey, oh, i gotta work on my vocabulary forget about it um so he's trying to get this parking attendant job at this really fancy schmancy uh what are those called they are called hotel what was it no it's a um dave spa no uh, what was it i don't know it was <laughs> what was it say the word now that you're mentioning it you it get, was just a building filled with random people to me I uh, when they know first got there they were doing aerobics yeah they were doing yeah, like yoga no, or something uh, god damn it there are people at home right now that are like <laughs> yelling uh i hope it's male okay here's the clue okay guys we're gonna hey, play man. a game uh you pay membership and Gym. it country club jesus christ okay <laughs> okay i was gonna say blockbuster. oh lord <laughs> <laughs> blockbuster. you have to pay for your blockbuster membership oh man that's got complimentary ripped off. all right let's pour another one out for a homie <laughs> um so he's trying to get this parking attendant job at this fancy schmancy uh country club and his dad says you know you don't have to do that i've been betting on you to marry rich because they're a bunch of shysters I don't. I don't remember how this concludes in the apartment, but basically we end up at the country club. Well, it just ends with him saying like, "Oh, I gotta go out, but I gotta avoid the tenants, so I'm going out the window." Yeah, but he like was fighting Matt LeBlanc on being a parking attendant, but I guess he conceded. Or... Yeah, I think he just leaves eventually, but I don't know where he's going. I don't Listen, think it mentions <laughs> like where does the dad have to go immediately. Are so incredibly lazy. Well, we'll get to who, who one of the writers oh, is. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> talk about it. Uh, so we show up at the country club. Um, there are women in the lobby doing aerobics. What is that one woman from? She's just in like every sitcom I've ever she's made. She's in, well, no, she's definitely in a movie. And she plays like the a, one that was hitting on Malablanc. Yeah. She's yeah. Like she's a, a character actor who's been in just so a much ton of stuff. I can picture her as a, a, like a high school gym teacher. Yeah, I could see that. And I can't remember what she's in. I'll figure it out later. Um, they're doing uh, aerobics or uh, jazzercise, basically, because it's the early 90s and that's what we were doing. Um, and this woman, Matt LeBlanc, walks up and she says that she's getting a cramp and then asks this very handsome young man to uh, rub her leg. And she says, quote, start with a calf and we'll see where it leans. But first, she says, how about a leg rub? And then he gives her his leg. Oh, that's true. <laughs> He's like, all right. Which, very e- into it. either way, what a weird thing to happen. Have you ever <laughs> walked in somewhere and a random person asked you to rub their leg? He I doesn't mean, work there. He's wearing a leather jacket. But the whole joke is that this guy he's is so, so attractive yes. that this happens to him Throughout the, the whole thing, it's just that he's the most attractive dude. Now, here's the really depressing part. American treasure... Rita Moreno is slumming it up. She's not She's, even trying. No. She, she wasn't knows. trying, but I thought she was so good in that show. She's so fucking charming. I was like, oh my god, she's so naturally talented. Oh lord. No, uh, she's good, but you can tell that she's like, she's just she's like, like, I need a whatever. paycheck. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Let's get this done. And I don't. But she's yeah. that much of a pro that even phoning it in, it's still still <laughs> solid gold. So good. Um, and she sees Matt LeBlanc and also is like, "Holy shit! Um, we gotta hire whoever that is for yeah. any reason possible." <laughs> she's running, I guess, the activities. Or she might be running the entire country club. I don't know. But she's somebody in charge at this facility. Sure. Um, and says, like, because yeah, the whoever was leading the aerobics class is closing, or is leaving. Carlos or whatever the fuck is. Oh, yeah. That worried me a little bit because I really thought they were going to make some very insensitive gay jokes because yeah, the guy was very clearly gay. I was like, oh. Um, I but thought- they were just like, oh, it's his last day and he's leaving. That was it. Mm-hmm. So I was... 
Yeah. I, I was a little upset he didn't get like a fun character. <laughs> I was a little confused. <laughs> like he didn't get any lines or anything. But I, it was nice that they didn't I was lean into that. Fused because I was wondering how old Billy Eichner was to be in the show. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> that's what we were dealing with. So she goes over to him and is like, hey, we want you to work here. But she says, what is his name? Carlos? What'd Carlos. you say? Yeah, yeah. Car- Carlos is leaving. We want him to fill his shoes. And Matt LeBlanc says, with what? Because he's an idiot. <laughs> he's so stupid. If um, you're laughing out loud to this, he, please see me. He says he can't work there because he's not comfortable working with rich people. He's more comfortable with the average John Dope. And this is what we get nonstop. <laughs> I like the Matt LeBlanc stuff. I think uh, it's funny. I do, too. I don't think... Even when he shudders about the gay stuff, I think that's just his dad projecting onto him mm-hmm. because I think his character is very, like, just nice mm-hmm. and fun to watch and yeah, very innocent he, for a guy. He's the Kelly Bundy of this show. Right. But he doesn't try to use his sexuality because yeah, he doesn't know. Even yeah. though everybody's all over him all the time, he's not, like, a super horn dog in this. Right. Um, uh, so he gets hired and then we see him in his parking attendant. Mm-hmm. attire and this is the one joke that i did this is at. seriously a top-notch <laughs> it's a great gut visual buster. i was yeah. like that is a good bit uh we got matt leboc walking over to this rich looking couple with a bowl full of dinner rolls And he presents this to this man. <laughs> and the man says, no, my no. rolls, my rolls Royce. <laughs> uh, it's good, guys. Um, and, then and then we... But wait, you didn't get oh, the follow-up okay. joke, which no, isn't as funny. It. But it's, you do it. it's still good. Because he says, good thing you didn't have a Jaguar. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have tried to bring him a live Jaguar. Hardy. I also picture him just being like, I guess I got to quit because I don't know where to get one of those. <laughs> Uh, just going uh, home to get Mr. Fluffy in his black lace, black lace nighty. Um, that would have been a good joke if he was like, oh, leopard print nighty. And so then he goes and gets the cat and like asks his dad, where's that leopard print nighty? Because this guy has a jaguar. <laughs> that would have worked as well. We don't have time for that in this no. episode. It's all incoherent. Uh, so Bobby shows up at the uh, country club and we get... One of my favorite character actors of yeah. all time, Leslie Jordan, as a security guard. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Leslie Jordan is by his name, if you are a fan of Will and Grace, he is Karen Walker's arch nemesis, Beverly Leslie. <laughs> He's really funny on and this. And also frequently can be seen at the Starbucks in West Hollywood, <laughs> Santa Monica. And, I think this is the second episode <laughs> I, I need an entire corner uh, mm-hmm. just on that. Uh, anywho. I met Lauren Graham when I worked at Coffee Bean. So. Nobody fucking cares, Michael. <laughs> and this is my story. Uh, so. I saw the guy from Grimm a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw Ted from Better Off Ted. Oh, yeah, I did. That was awesome. <laughs> Let's just name we good? TV celebrities we've we met. Jeffrey met. Ross was super nice to me. Who's the most? I'm, let's just top down I'm real quick. Jessica Biel. Who's the most random? Who's the somebody that you were like? N- who, no one else knew who they were, and you knew who they were. Uh, I didn't know who they were, but the girl from Halloween Town came in one time, and the people that I was <laughs> oh. working with were like, "Holy fucking Kimberly shit!" Kimberly Brown yep. from uh, Rose Red. What is that? Rose Red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, she came in, and and my coworkers were like, "Holy shit! It's that girl that I forgot her name already." <laughs> 
Kimberly Brown. And I was like, I've never seen Halloween Town, so I don't know who that is. Josh. Um, so if you're a fan of Doug Benson, he has a show called Getting Doug with High, where when he does live shows, uh, there's a guy that comes out and pretends to get hit over the head with a fake beer bottle. I saw him once. <laughs> he was talking to the homeless lady that no one likes at my girlfriend's work. And I was like, hey, I know that guy. Uh, who's somebody super random that only I got excited about? Oh, uh, this is more recent. This is after Starbucks. Uh, when I was working at my current place, I went to, I heard somebody knocking on our, so at my office, right down the hallway from us is a pretty well-known casting place. And somebody was knocking on the door and I was like, it's either somebody who forgot their fob to get in or somebody who's looking for casting. And it was somebody who was looking for casting and it was alt comedian Matt Bronger. <laughs> and I opened up the door and I was like, you're Matt Bronger. And he was like, yep, thinking that he was at the casting place and I was a person to let him in. And I was like, you need to go down the hallway. Anyway, I was telling everyone at work and everyone was like, I don't fucking know who that is. Well, if you don't know who Matt Bronger is, he's the goofiest looking person on the planet. Uh, okay, what were we talking about? All right, we'll go uh, back to Top of the Heap. Okay, so the dad is there at the country club to check in, I, to stir up shit. Who knows? I don't know why he's there. Do we know? Apparently, to hit on Rita Moreno. Yeah, that's all we're setting up. He has kibitzes with Leslie Jordan for a little bit, and then he does a great, not great, he does a trope of uh, him uh, catching Rita Moreno's eyes. She looks at him and she's like waving and like opening up her arms and she starts walking toward them. But guess what? She's not trying to communicate with Bobby. She's trying to communicate with the person standing behind Bobby. Listen, we've all been there. Um, then this whole thing was so confusing to me. So maybe you guys can help me out. Uh, they catch each other's eye and then he's like trying to, he's just trying to con her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not trying to, I mean, he's not trying to like con her into like giving her money or something. Trying to, he's just a sleazebag. So he's trying to trick her into having sex with him or at least like going on a date with him, but eventually leading to sex, I would imagine. So yeah, he just, oh yeah, you would. (laughs) And did. Um, He's just giving her a bunch of a bunch of lines like, "Hey, don't I know you? weren't weren't we together in this rich thing?" And then she's like, "Nope." And then he's like, "Oh, but or, or she was, she comes back with like, "Oh, but I think we might have been on that cruise together." And he's like, "That's right, definitely on that cruise." But she's not having it. She knows that he's trying to. Yeah, be she's a, like, "I've never been on a fucking cruise." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dick so bag. I know you're a piece of shit, and I hope you die. Um, Again, Rita Moreno is a just a gem. Yeah, and she's she's really. Nailing but it. it was the first thing he says is, "Oh, I saw you at Cannes. I was with Robert oh, De Niro." That's right. And then she goes, "Oh, I've never been to Cannes." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's a thing that people have been doing forever." Yep, <laughs> I did not realize. Morgan and I just talked about that <laughs> yesterday. Because what did I say? You said Cannes. <laughs> um, it's easier to pronounce, you guys. You don't have to think about I'm it. American. <laughs> yeah, American. <laughs> and that's the end guys we're not gonna do any more podcasts not gonna that's be it. better than that oh wow the whole up. podcast is over <laughs> yep. well i hope you guys enjoyed 11 episodes we lasted longer than top of the heap <laughs> not as long uh, as the, uh, <laughs> the second iteration of it um anyway <laughs> they, it doesn't matter they end up she's like you are definitely my type of guy the kind of guy that i regret afterwards but i'm so into it and her panties are no well off. she's like the entire time she's like listen this is not happening going nowhere giving him all the reasons no, why not no, 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 and then though. he's like okay go ahead she's being coy about <laughs> it she's trying to lead him on you think so absolutely it felt it felt like both 
to be honest. I couldn't tell which one she was doing. Listen, I know a wily woman's way. I'm speaking from experience. I was also going off my Married with Children knowledge. And usually on that show, the women are like, no, thanks, I'm good, and then walk away. But it did seem like she was like, no, thanks, I'm good, but then didn't yeah. walk I mean, away. She got, <laughs> she got won over really quick. So it makes more sense that it would that'd be what Morgan is saying, because I was like, how did he convince her? She was so adamant about not <laughs> well, going out with him. Of all. And then he was like, oh, but you've, oh, go ahead. There, we have like the most sexist moment on the whole show coming up. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into that. Okay. Uh, but for her, let me just paint a picture for the people at home. He is wearing the hell out of some khakis. And when he is approaching her, he is thrusting his <laughs> penis protrusion, <laughs> his tent pitch. Uh, nope. His All right. <laughs> but he, there's, I was noticing because we're being brought, the, the tension is drawn towards that because he's throwing his pelvis out. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was um, some stimulation. That was happening. Oh, so um, you were looking towards the crotch. I told you. You're more you. of a, a Joseph Bologna. Bologna, yeah. You're more of a Joseph Bologna fan. I'm way more a Bobby. Gotcha. Kind of gal. He's like a string bean. That guy's tall, skinny dude. Hey, don't bring your insecurities into this. <laughs> I'm just saying, we haven't even mentioned, like, if you don't know who Joseph Bologna is, he doesn't uh, look like Matt LeBlanc at all. Not at all. Because, Matt, again, Matt LeBlanc is too pretty for me. I don't want somebody who's prettier than me. Um, Thanks. Uh, Guess I better so leave. You know. <laughs> uh, okay, so they're going back and forth. And then, he, okay, so he's he invites her over for dinner. How does this get this joke it's set up? He's, he invites her to have a dinner date. Uh-huh. And then he says, yeah, you can cook whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then she says, "No, no." He says, "There's no pressure. You can cook whenever you want." No, he said, "Whatever you want." Why would I'm he say pretty sure he said, want? "Whenever." What would that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Whatever you want makes sense. No, because I feel like it wasn't really a dinner date. I feel like he was like trying to get her into a relationship, and he's like, "There's no pressure on this." Like, no, you cook I think you're misreading okay. it. <laughs> For the people who are at home, please look this up on YouTube, and you'll you'll know that I'm right. Also, um, notice that Josh is staying out of this. <laughs> Josh, who's right? Josh knows uh, the answer. Josh. Continue. <laughs> Josh. Josh doesn't want to tell Morgan she's wrong on the, on the podcast. Well, I wrote down Listen, whenever, therefore. <laughs> Mike has known me for a very long time, but also women probably are, should be listened to more than men. So okay. I'm on both your sides. Uh, anywho, he ends it with saying she's like, disgusted by this as she should be and he's like what i can bring the the oh no he says you're the woman you're ruining all the jokes <laughs> okay you're ruining all these i mean i jokes. am a woman so continue yeah, you let, know comedy. I'll leave stay this out of this <laughs> to the men in the room
it's obviously like this is the the problem with married with children is that it's they're setting up this character to be a sleaze bag. They're saying, "Hey, this guy is bad. That's why we can have him say this sexist yeah, stuff." Commentary but it's like, on it, except that it's still supposed to be a joke, so it doesn't work. You can't have it both ways. It also doesn't yeah. work because he's the Al Bundy character, but yeah. his son isn't the Bud Bundy character. His son is like a nice dude who doesn't <laughs> right. know how to be that terrible. Yeah, right. So it just shows how awful he is, right. the whole time. You actually have somebody you can root for. Yes, yeah, you have some sympathy for. Uh, and then he buttons she takes off and then he buttons it with i'll bring the six pack (laughs) but she does say something and then the audience cheers that even more where she's like going against him saying she can cook if a woman was speaking i wasn't paying attention (laughs) um so the dad reunites with his son at this country club to which uh matt leblanc is flustered and uh says quote I'm out of my ointment. Yes. <laughs> uh, what happens here? He dumps a thing of water on uh, top of the somebody's, flambe. Yeah, he, somebody's getting a baked Alaska, and he thinks it's a fire. Which is it? like, seriously, how many times has this been in a comedy movie? This might have been the first time, It could time, have been. Though. It might have been. <laughs> it's this, definitely not, because Scrooge impetus. came out in 1989, <laughs> and he does that in Scrooge. So It was an homage. <laughs> Also, it's different. So everybody thinks he he's... was having. That's a different situation. We gotta visit this because he was having a vision, and the, the guy waiter on was on fire. Yeah. Not just the dish. True. This guy's an idiot and doesn't know. So everybody hates him because he's an uncultured piece of crap. And yeah, they, he he doesn't want to go back. So, to which leads me to believe that the title "Top of the Heap" is to mean that they're trash and they're trying to elevate oh. themselves. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really understand. There's no other reason for the I like title. that. Yeah. I don't know if this is as well plotted out <laughs> and well Or are they saying like, yeah, they're trash, but they're like the cream of the cream of the crap. <laughs> <laughs> TM. <laughs> don't try and take it. That's going on a t-shirt. Uh, we go back to the apartment and Joey Adams is there and her panties are off. <laughs> Because uh, statue jewelry <laughs> rape again is hilarious. What are they talking about here? I have more of the same what? awkward shit. Like I was like, this doesn't. But this, this needs is, to not be on the show. This is though when his dad's like, I need to talk with you, and she's oh, like, yeah. Oh, that's why I'm having so much oh, trouble. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, haven't she, had that talk with your dad yet. Yeah, she thinks I that he doesn't know about sex, <laughs> which was a good joke. That was a good bit. Which could also be true could because be he true. is an idiot. Oh, I wrote down this joke thinking that I would remember what the punchline was. But now I don't. Just say it. Let's see how uh, it goes. Because he says, yeah, well, they all laughed at Columbus, too. Oh, yeah. And he says, oh, did he get fired <laughs> yeah. from the country club as well? Uh, yeah, because Matt keeps... LeBlanc is feeling, again, just uh, feeling that this isn't going to work out for him because he's so out, out of his ointment. Oint. Yeah, he keeps making the wrong references to things, which is a very Joey joke. Mm-hmm. It's moo. <laughs> uh, uh, Lupe is yelling and i wrote again roseanne Barr. oh this is where we get our catchphrase this is oh, where we, we start do. having he so, starts having a conversation with his dad and his dad was saying like hey i want to have sex with rita morano and he's like oh dad i didn't know you could still get hot and he's like oh i can get hot it just takes me a little longer to warm up and then they kissed <laughs> <laughs> no so it, then so they have the the erection yeah and their 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 catchphrase is 
Waboom. Okay, so they do say waboom here, but I feel like they say it later, again. I have but it I think twice. they say baboom the second time. So I'm confused if it's waboom or baboom. Mm, I think it's waboom. I feel like waboom's better, but I, I swear that the second time they say waboom or baboom. Waboom. Um. Okay. So, so he's saying like keep working there, yeah, 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 because I want Rita Moreno. Yeah, so yeah, you gotta get me, gotta get me this hot chick. Which so. I'm not exactly sure how much that would help having him work there, but I guess to some extent it might. I also I feel like later in the show, because again with married with children, they do all this sexist stuff, but every once in a while they do like a heartfelt moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like later in the show he'd be like, "That's not really why I wanted you to work there. It's because you were actually doing a job that you're good at, and I believe in you." type thing that didn't happen uh, but no not in this not episode <laughs> it might I feel happen. like maybe later in the season I, I think do we think that this is like what the show is about he's going to be working at this country club yeah i would imagine i, I assume right yeah yeah okay Just working sure. his way to the top of the of the heap um so he rush uh he being matt, matt LeBlanc, LeBlanc. rushes back to the country club and they are having a 50s sock hop kind of party thing mm-hmm. Um, and they have, there's a really great moment because again, he's seriously dressed like Joey in the first season. He's just dressed like Arthur Fonzarelli. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. as soon as I saw him, I was like, that's what he's dressed like. That's weird. And then they reference it later at the fifties. Yeah. Cause she's like, uh, Rita Marino's like, it must've taken you an hour to put this outfit together. But that's literally what he he was wearing already. (laughs) So far it took him a while to get ready. Um, (laughs) Did you see his hair? Uh, this is when he runs into, forgive me, I forget what the character actor name is. Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan. And he's got Elvis's sideburns on. He's got Elvis's sideburns on and he's got the the like the like white traditional scarf thing. Yeah. And he says that it's literally Elvis's sideburns mm-hmm. and somebody had put that together. And he's got his <laughs> armpit hair too. He says, oh, would you like to see the king's armpits? Uh, he's a, it's funnier like, again. than it <laughs> So funny. Uh, and then, who do we see, guys? Oh, we got our cameo. Oh, yeah, that's can't, right. can't get through a Married with Children episode without a cameo from David Faustino <laughs> as Bud Bundy. Uh, let's remind me, uh, what has he done since this? Um, I think he tried to make a new Married with Children where he's the dad. Really? That's what he's done since. Wow. Yeah. That was a couple uh, years ago. I don't think it's going to go <laughs> doesn't seem like I feel like he could have gotten into porn nope okay and that felt flat (laughs) good good note love it I think we were both just like oh yeah she's right (laughs) yeah (laughs) actually I was thinking did he (laughs) no Dustin Diamond did no I can't remember kid from Christmas Story yeah he did wait what kid from Fright Night yeah (laughs) there's a lot Uh, of kids from stuff who are now in porn uh the woman from well now woman from Pippi Longstocking yeah. Or softcore? I don't remember. I don't it doesn't know. matter. And that's Look the end of that it, corner. Um, <laughs> Thanks for coming to, with us on Celebrity Porn Corner. So PP his... long cocking. I did it. <laughs> if that's not whatever she did, she needs to do another one and call it that. Oh, uh, how involved is the monkey? I don't want to know. Okay, so hilarious joke. Bud is there with a hot lady like normal because mm-hmm. he's a ladies man. Um, Except down. in Married with Children, these schemes never worked out for him. So on this show, it worked for him. 
But we don't, I mean, he doesn't seal the deal on screen. He probably fucks it up at some point. Yeah, but he's so confident. It seems like it's going very well. <laughs> That's what makes Bud so sexy. So he's pretending to be a golf pro. Which is, and this is actually pretty funny. He says, uh, so Matt LeBlanc stops him. He's like, hey, 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 I'm not Bud. I'm, or I'm not, I'm not Bud Bundy. I'm Bud Arnold. Mm-hmm. Setting up like an Arnold Palmer joke, but not really. Okay. <laughs> i mean i guess sure i didn't think about it like that but i guess that arnold palmer is a golfer that's what i took away from it i mean uh joey (laughs) Vinny makes a joke of that uh, Uh, how's jack nicholas doing or whatever (laughs) even though he just said he didn't believe him (laughs) he says you really think she's gonna believe that oh and by the way how's jack nicholas (laughs) again it's fucking joey (laughs) it's just joey like he um, forgot between when he said the first thing and the second thing. So he says, "Wait." He says to the to the lady Bud Bundy before he makes his triumphant exit. He's making a lot of uh, sexual uh, innuation insinuations, innuendo, innuendos, and he closes with, "Just keep your head down and keep your eye on the ball," which is there maybe the grossest thing I've heard on TV. Families watching lose. right now. Again, I watched these type of shows when I was five. <laughs> Oral sex is hilarious. Um, oh, and this is when we find out that he is at least like well, he that Kelly Bundy is into Vinny. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know, know if the they've connection. ever dated or whatever, but he says, "You know, my sister thinks you're hot or whatever," and I guess that's the connection. That oh yeah, he says something stupid, and he goes like, "No wonder, no wonder Kelly's into you or something yeah. like that." Mm-hmm. And then bye bye, bud. Um, and then... Dance party. Uh, dance party. So the dad shows up and runs into Rita Marino, right? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Um, but we find out... So the ladies are from the jazzercise class are all there in their, like, poodle skirts and whatnot. And um, they're very happy to see Matt LeBlanc. And they're like... Because their husbands are all like, we don't yeah, want to have sex with our wives. Well, but all their wanna... husbands, all, they're all there, too, dressed up. So yeah, they're, like, why did they're they playing along. Because <laughs> well, they wanted to sit at the bar and watch the game or whatever. I feel and like then... they were just hoping to have sex later. And their wives are like, we're going to try to have sex with this guy. <laughs> Again. But they wouldn't dance with them. Is no, what yeah. That's true. You got to romance dancing. it. You can't just jump in it's hell with romancing <laughs> uh, anywho uh so then the husbands get upset because matt leblanc is cutting a rug with uh uh these ladies these lovely young women <laughs> he's not meaning to either though they're all just kind of throwing them around yeah, that one woman is just he keeps landing in her, her boobs yeah. <laughs> but i also so Solid the, bit. The, the woman that comes to ask him to dance is like a, a little bit older a little heavy set lady and i was like oh they're gonna make some fat jokes yeah, or some didn't. old jokes. Yeah. They, yeah, and they never don't. do. And Again, Matt LeBlanc's character is just like an innocent, nice dude. Yeah, and he's totally in. Like, he's like, yeah, this is like, super fun. I love Holy dancing shit. with this Is lady. she the woman? No, she's not. She's a character actress. I don't is know. Is she what... the woman from the beginning of Trouble with Larry? No, she's no, not. It's, it's, it's no. another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> another one. <laughs> another character actress. <laughs> <laughs> another fatty. <laughs> uh, okay. I meant character actress. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> Mike likes to fat shame on the show. <laughs> Not true. Uh, no, just put that into our wiki page. Um, so he's cutting a rug with these. And then so the husbands are watching and they're getting like real pissed. And they're talking about beating the shit out of Matt LeBlanc. Mm-hmm. And then his dad walks by and is like. Because mm. he's a con man. He got an idea. Yeah. He's like, I got to stop this in some way. So he walks up and he's like, yeah, let's beat him up. We're not afraid of him, even though he's a pro boxer and he told Mike Tyson to eat his butt. 
and <laughs> whatever he said. Yeah, and so they all back yeah, down because they was like, this show on Fox as yeah. well. All right, yeah, I could, I could buy. Yeah, no, him saying uh, Mike everything. Tyson eating, eating butt. butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he oh, I, though. I don't know what he says there, but he oh, says I do because it happened almost within the same year as the Ninja Turtles movie, <laughs> the original one. Both he tells him that even though he called Mike Tyson a sissy. In the Ninja Turtles movie, Casey Jones says, I just look like I called Mike Tyson a sissy. Was that a thing that people said in the early 90s? Yep. That was the bar of like that's how the, tough you were. When did he bite that Have guy's you, ear? That's in the mid-90s, but that's after, uh, after he was like not as as popular anymore. Sidebar, but, in that the, one of the last Tom Segura specials I uh-huh. watched, he does a whole thing about meeting oh, I know, Mike Tyson. Because I just listened to that two days ago. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh, guys, check out Tom Segura. <laughs> <laughs> uh comedian um, uh could use your views but um, what i was gonna say is have you ever seen mike tyson punch somebody like actually watched it because uh, if you have an 8-bit on an nes <laughs> yep if you've ever look up mike tyson punching people or like one hit knockouts and it, that's why he's the bar for like how tough a person could be because he just n- knocks people out with one punch it's crazy professional boxers it's nuts look it up it's cool <laughs> Uh, so Human we're gonna beings punching each other. Check out Mike Tyson, guys. Uh, I, he can really corner, use. <laughs> um, I recommend the professional boxer and convicted rapist, uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, where the fuck are we? We're at the very end. This is the very, I don't even have Literally any more. Again. I don't have any more notes. It just goes back to Matt LeBlanc dancing, yeah, and then goes. There's to no resolve. There's no resolve. He's like he is, but he's doing a really great job. Like mm-hmm. he's being thrown. These women are. Yeah, we really, get a pretty good dance montage. Yeah. Here. Uh, he, it like, is, he goes from like the older women and then like every once in a while he'll make contact with the attractive blonde in yeah. the group and he's like super excited but then goes back to the older woman again i thought it was very well done and yeah, it was very like, subtle and funny he's like diving under their skirts and stuff mm-hmm. in a non-creepy way like in a fun yeah, way having fun. Uh, i'm not sure why we have so much of it but it's <laughs> yeah it was that is how the show ends. It's very weird. And what's the first name we get in these credits? So it's written by Mike Scully, who is... <laughs> oh, you, you mean from The Simpsons? Yeah, head writer for The Simpsons <laughs> in the peak. It's like from like season 7 to 12 or something. But man, and he's a, one of the writers on Parks and Rec. He wrote and produced for Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's like a fantastic comedy writer, like a legend. So yeah, it makes sense real. that half the jokes in this show are funny. Because he wrote, it was him and another guy. The other guy wrote all the jokes. Well, didn't I mean... <laughs> Everybody else watch it and tell me if it was half the chance. <laughs> there were, a I, lot of mine were like, Bleh. like compared to like something like Second Chance or Trouble with Larry. Like I laughed genuinely. Yeah, because they were times the rolls joke. The rolls joke that was solid. good. Yeah, it was solid. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. we get then then we get the final credits, which are just played over a freeze frame with Vinny his head in the lady's boobs. Yeah, which I, which should be the end of every show. That's great um yeah it's so, the end of every day <laughs> it's ending up in a lady's boob um okay so that or is a man's boob correct should Jesus. be a meatloaf and fight club <laughs> <laughs> um so that's it that's that was the show called top of the heap um i don't know what do you guys think what were your thoughts yeah. overall i mean i i i wouldn't i wouldn't watch another episode Mm-hmm. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised that it was, again, not mean-spirited and not as uh, aggressive as Married with Children. Yeah, it was a little more it nice. Was a lot, yeah, it was a little more specific. And, and less gross, except for the, all the stuff the with Joe Jill, Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> That's 
that's got to go, guys. I don't know if that continues, but I can't imagine how much more you could get out of that joke. Yeah, I'd be interested. I mean, it would be pretty boring for the first two seasons, but once she turns 18, there would be a whole new set of jokes there. (laughs) That's true. And uh, although the joke of Al Bundy not wanting to have sex with Peg goes through the whole series, so <laughs> it true. might just be that. Yeah, it might it just, could be, just like, be that. Every time it's just she wants to have sex with him, and he's like, I can't. And the audience loves it. Again, progressive. Except for, she's 16. Never mind. I take <laughs> no. it back. It's it's not good. It's not good. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was actually not as bad as I was expecting. Um, the production is really bad, but that's just like all of those Fox TV shows. I don't think it's worse than Married with Children, and Married with Children was on for like eight seasons, so it's not good, but it made me laugh. If you like Friends, if you like Matt LeBlanc... He's charming, again. This is better than Second Chance, if you like Matthew Perry. I I would would recommend this before that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot more fun, for sure. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's It's a bad TV show, but it has some funny parts in it, I think. Um, What else do we do on this show? Oh, I was going to say, there are two other spinoffs of Married with Children. There's one called Radio Free Tremaine and another one called Enemies, which I believe is a in response to Friends. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Because uh, it came on in 96. So, yeah, uh, it would have been a- after the first two seasons of Friends. And the other one is about a radio station that apparently has something to do with Married with Children. They both were only pilots. They never went, went to show, but... It is weird that they had three proposed spinoffs of Married with Children. Well, Al Bundy had a large group of friends. It's true. So any one of them could have been a spinoff. Um, Not to say they were all fleshed out characters. Just <laughs> you don't know anything about them, so they could have made them anything. I mean, Matt LeBlanc was only on three episodes, so it didn't need to be a big <laughs> character. Uh, we, Josh, would you watch another episode of the show? Morgan uh, said no. Back then, had I known the show existed when I was watching Married with Children, I probably would have preferred this show. Yeah. Because it has that same like cringy stuff that married with children has but not as much of it and it's a little more uh like you could take it in a little better yeah because matt leblanc again is very charming and not a sexist pig in any way yeah i i i don't yeah i also don't think i will ever watch another episode of this show but it's not that bad yeah um i I do kind of wonder what they did to read to change it up like i'm surprised that because this was the first iteration of it yeah right i'm surprised it wasn't a hit because i thought it Back then, it would have worked really well. Yeah, it does seem like, and I read a lot of people, like uh, people on IMDb's reviews and stuff, being like, "I love this show. It was my favorite. Why did it get canceled?" So, I don't. Maybe it just was bad timing. I and don't know. Do you think they in the second iteration, he's more like a? I a, feel like he's probably more like Al. Yeah, more overtly. Because I was gonna make a joke that they were like not sexless enough, but that was literally probably, probably the yeah. problem. Yeah um also not as edgy it starts off a little edgy with the underage stuff but otherwise it wasn't no it was pretty benign for a fox show yeah um okay i mean well they had overtly sexual jokes but like but it wasn't it wasn't the uh, both parties were participating or like in in the joke it wasn't me trying to sexually harass someone Okay, real quick, I'm going to make a correction from last episode. Uh, the actor from Lost that oh, yeah. plays the pilot. I, the pilot. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yes. I was right, I was right. You were right, except that you were the one that said you that he wasn't on because the show. Because he's not listed on his IMDb. It's okay. not listed on there. He's un- uncredited. Um, but it is. It's it's J.J. Abrams' regular, what's his name, Josh? Uh, I just forgot because you put me on the spot. <laughs> I'll look it up. 
Um, he's that, in every that, single J.J. Abrams that, show. He's yeah, on Heroes, which is not a J.J. Abrams show, but he's a main character on Heroes. That. He yeah. was in The Force Awakens. He was one of the pilots. Yeah, he's like, he's like J.J. Abrams' like childhood friend, so yeah, he's yeah. in all of his stuff. He's the voice of the stepdad in the first Star Trek at the beginning when uh, Kirk steals the car and is listening to Beastie Boys. He's the voice of his dad on the... His um, name's Greg Grunberg. Greg, Greg Grunberg. Grunberg, yeah. Um, and I know him from Alias, so that's what made me correct. Um, <laughs> just, again, it's important for people to know how right I am. Morgan Here's was reason I'm right. right. <laughs> Except for that she was also wrong about him not being that person. Because it's not listed on his fucking IMDB. <laughs> that's their... That's this website's problem that's true okay so let's do our final our final bit here which is cut the shit let's cut, cut the, the shit. shit and morgan what do you recommend this week what's something that you like that's not top of the heap you cannot uh, let me stress this you cannot pick top of the heap as the thing that you like oh jesus that's the only thing that's coming to mind <laughs> i was not you know this happens every week and i'm never prepared, never prepared. for it um i get to go third so i always get to think about it uh that's something you've already recommended mm-hmm. friends yeah friends uh <laughs> hey guys there's this great <laughs> nbc show um, you must see it you must uh something that i appreciate uh that we watch weekly or whenever they decide to make it uh is last week tonight with john oliver uh-huh. great um show. fantastic show uh it's it's not completely unbiased. It is definitely left-leaning. Um, but they don't get into just the uh, whatever's topical for the moment. Uh, they usually pick one story that's kind of topical, and then they get they do a deep dive on it. Um, and I think it's really well. They, they do it in a way that is pretty multifaceted in their view on it. I'm not selling this very well. Uh, John Oliver is charming Listen, and if hilarious. You like, if you like The Daily Show with John Stewart and you miss The Daily Show with John Stewart, you will love this. I think that John Oliver is the, the closest thing. It's a great balance of addressing some things that are really real and scary uh, with some stupid jokes that yeah, are hilarious. He's great at balancing uh, stupid, goofy humor with really insightful. Uh, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. I, yeah, I sure. like it a lot. Uh, so check out Last Week Tonight on HBO with John Oliver. Joshua. Uh, so Mike and I were talking just a couple days ago about stand-up. And uh, so I listened to all of Nate Bergazzi's oh, albums. So uh, Kyle Kinane's latest album. Tom Segura's latest album. Um, and then I realized I hadn't listened to Pete Holmes' latest stand-up. So I listened to that. And then yesterday, binge-watched all of season two of Crashing. Uh, so Crashing is very entertaining. I like it a lot. Um, we have a friend who's in stand-up, and that is definitely all the stuff he's gone through. Oh, nice. Comedy's terrible um, forever. Yep. Shout out to Nick uh, Aragon. Yeah, yep. I guess I could just say <laughs> yeah, no. no, he does not get free promotion. I have a friend show. I went oh. to high school with who I've known for a very long time. Don't worry about who he is or what his name <laughs> no. is. Uh, hopefully, um, soon to be guest on the show, if we can get him to have free time enough to li- to, to listen, to be on the show. <laughs> also, hopefully he talks. Uh, maybe he does. Maybe we'll uh, see. Yeah, that's good. Or and then also just check out Nick Aragon. Oh yeah, check out <laughs> Nick Aragon on things. He's in uh, L.A. all uh, the time. And he, yep. you can see him on. Uh, he's popped up on TV shows, shows. here and there. Uh, one time popped up uh, standing over me while I was blacked out, vomiting into a toilet. And this sounds like a terrible uh, story. <laughs> him eating a pizza, asking me what was wrong. <laughs> that was Nick not Aragon. Televised. It ended a lot better than I <laughs> was worried yeah, that it was, was going. No, to. no, no. Um, he's a good so guy. 
I was going to, well, I still am. Uh, I was planning on recommending stand-up, but since Josh started talking about it, I was like, oh, should I pick something else? But since he picked a TV show, I'll still pick up stand-up. Um, <laughs> although I also super recommend both Nate Bergazzi and Kyle Kinane's stand-up. They're both really great. They're both very um, funny. We recently had the absolute pleasure of seeing Aparna Nancharla in, yes. in person, and she is... Who is also on Crashing. Is she uh, on Crashing as well? Yeah. She's also part of the same Netflix series that did Kyle Kinane and Nate Bergazzi's uh, mini specials called The Stand-Ups. Um, check that out on Netflix. Most of those are really good, but Aparna mm-hmm. Charla is on the second season. And oh my God, she's so freaking funny. And when we saw her live, it was, I th- I think it was all different material than was on her stand-up set. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and oh, I was like seriously like hurting. My sides were literally splitting. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Uh, but yeah, she's great. If you haven't heard her or listened to her or watched her special, do it now. Um, also, sorry to add another one. Yeah. Corporate. Check oh, out yeah, Corporate. Oh, yeah, she's on Corporate. Which on is a Comedy Central. fucking weird ass it's show. so weird, but <laughs> so good. I I typically don't like shows that are their whole, that sole purpose is just to make you feel uncomfortable, which mm-hmm. is what this is. Uh, but it's done with such... I don't know. It, it's done with such such subtlety that I'm. It's also it's like super... insanely stylish for a yeah. comedy. Oh, the nine eleven episode, yeah. guys. It's guys, guys. It's look really this good. shit up. It's amazing. It's ugh, brilliant. It sounds like it would be really offensive, and it kind of is, but it it's is, really. But funny. it's it's super <laughs> smart in the way they go about it. Yeah. It's great. Um, so that's probably it for this week. I know Josh has to get out of here. Um, God damn it, I'm Josh. Very in demand. Thank you so much. He's going to do another podcast. Um, listen <laughs> going to, to listen drive to my Josh's girlfriend podcast. to a thing. <laughs> if if they ever put out another episode, listen to Box Office Records. We're waiting on like We're waiting. three oh, yeah. episodes. Tiff, get uh, on that just shit. Just two for now. It just comes out whenever, I guess. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, former uh, guest host Tiff, known for her vulgarity, uh, is my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do a podcast together called Box Office Records. Listen to it. Okay, so we're back. Um, just me and Morgan. Tuesday Why are we back? Morning. Yes, it's the, it's broadcast day. It's I have to Tuesday get this done. Tuesday morning. Um, we had we had a lot of mistakes in this episode about what? yeah. Uh, after right after we recorded, Josh texted me and told me all of the things that we got wrong. Um, so I thought we would just uh, preempt a corrections corner and just get it in. On the same episode. Because this is the type of quality program you have expected from us that we deliver on. Every time. Every single time. Except for most of other times. Michael, what did we get wrong? Okay, so first off, the big thing is that Bobby, who we keep referring to his dad as Bobby. That's not his dad. That is not Bobby. His dad is Charlie. Um, So when they did the spinoff, Bobby and Vinny, or Vinny and Bobby... Um, I don't want to have to do corrections on the corrections. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> um, when they did the spinoff, Vinny and Bobby, uh, they wrote off the dad character completely. Bobby is, uh, like his friend. It's, it says that they don't need, they don't even write him off. It just is like, Hey, he doesn't live here anymore. I need a roommate. So here's Bobby. And dad, Charlie went upstate to a farm. <laughs> and I guess he's a construction worker. Um, I'm not sure if there's a transition there on uh, how he went from being a valet to being a construction worker. I mean, look at the way that that man wears jeans. I mean, yeah, he was born to be a construction worker. Jesus. Whew. 
so yeah, the dad's na- the dad's name was Charlie, not Bobby. We were mistaken on that one. Also, in the uh, the backhand pilot that they do on Married with Children, we find out that Vinny is a boxer. So the jokes that he was making about Vinny being a boxer might have been yeah, not- that was more grounded. That yeah, wasn't that just a wasn't quite as out of left field as it might have seemed. Yeah. Uh, so I guess he is a boxer. Oh, so there the main premise of the show is that he is trying to get his son to marry somebody rich so that they can be rich. That's the premise of the show, which I, we barely even saw that he was trying to get with. Uh, what's her face? Yeah, Rita Moreno. But at the, at the top, when yeah, um, I guess that's why he's so down on him becoming a valet. valet yeah, he's, he's like, hey, why waste your time? This is the plan. We're gonna you're gonna marry rich. Yeah. and we're like, cool. So all that we got wrong. Um, Y'all can just go on the interwebs, open up the Googles, and uh, do your own research. You go straight to hell. What? What uh, do you? What do you want from me? Also, uh, Mary Pat Gleason is the name of the character actress in this episode. If you were curious, yeah, definitely go IMDb her because you know, it'll be Shh. like a nonstop. Oh yeah, she's in a hundred and sixty-four things on IMDb, so mm-hmm. she's been around. All right. Um, uh, thanks for listening um, so much. That's awesome. We appreciate it. This has been Bad Reception. Uh, please like and review us on the iTunes. And if uh, we have one star on there, that's totally fine. I recognize that I'm obnoxious. Uh, but if you do feel compelled to leave one star or even five stars, uh, please, if you have an extra two seconds, also leave a review. Because yeah, let us know why. Yeah, why we, you like it or why you hate it. When, why you think we're fucking garbage. Yeah, and we are you garbage people. We're the people. bottom of the heap. We are broadcasting live from a dumpster. That's true. Uh, but no, that way we can approve. Yeah, we want to. We want to do better. Improve, please. Yeah, and reach out to us on Twitter. I'm I'm always on the Twitter, always making making the uh, the, the tweets. Um, so tweet at us. Let us know what you want us to do. If you want us uh, to do a specific TV show, hey, we're down. Yeah, we're or down to clown. If you want me to do All impersonations, I will do it. We'll Anyone. do our. Oh, no, okay, hey, we're gonna wrap yeah. this up. So follow us <laughs> on Twitter at Bad Reception Pod. Also follow us on Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Um, I will start posting there more, uh, probably with cats. So if you like cats, great. If you don't, uh, I don't know why you're listening to me. Yeah, well, so. then you're not a human as far as I'm I don't concerned. know why you're on the internet. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Okay. Uh, have a good week. We'll see you later. That's not the sign off. Doesn't no. matter. Bye. That's the end of the podcast. Bye.